Welcome to Marking Minute by Presco. From engineered film to safety markers, take a minute to explore the products that impact us every day. Welcome to the Marking Minute by Presco. I'm your host, Sean Heath. One challenge that a lot of companies run into across all industries is they come up with these great ideas, but it's kind of like a tree falling in the forest. If you have a really great idea, but you don't know how to get across that great idea to customers, it's really hard for them to commit to buying the thing. Well, guess what? That's where marketing comes in. And that is where today I kind of have a bit of a get. Kudos to me because the guest on the podcast today is the Vice President of Sales for the Engineered Film Division at Presco, Beth Gwynn. Beth, how are you today? Hi, I'm good, Sean. How are you? I am doing really well. How do you approach formulating the way you want to express a great idea for a new product? Give me some of the steps. Somebody says, hey, Beth, guess what? We came up with this new film. What's the first thing that you do when that crosses your desk? The first thing we do is... If it's an internal development, so like you said, we've developed a new film or maybe a new feature of our film, um, a performance feature, then we really just try to identify what markets this might um, have be a fit in. And then we try to tackle how to go into that market. Now, one thing that is has always been somewhat of a struggle and a difficult aspect of marketing for us is putting those samples, that example into somebody's hands and having a tangible um, interaction with the product. Um, So that's always the next step as well is, okay, how do we communicate and get these into people's hands? Because that's really where a lot of the um, ideas start coming into focus a little bit clearer. So when you start planning this sample strategy, what are a couple of things you have to consider? What are some of the some of the components you really have to take into that calculus? Uh, really trying to focus enough um, of a variety. So what we do in our division is all custom. So we don't have a um, catalog from which to choose. So things can be very abstract until until they don't have to be. And so what we try to have with our our samples is enough of a variety that you can get people thinking, but you don't have to necessarily be 100% there um, for their need, but it's close enough that they can start seeing, you know, oh, okay, they can do this. So let's, let's, let's market, march in this direction. Or, um, you know, I like this feature, but, you know, can you make it a different color or things like that? So, that's always um, is trying to figure out, okay, do we have enough of a variety in our samples to send out enough that we can kind of get people using their imagination and taking it from this custom, you know, very abstract idea into um, something that they can actually see working in their process or working in their product. Do you find yourself having to deal with the fact that maybe you came up with a particular formula, a particular customization, because bespoke is really something that you guys do very well at Presco. Mm-hmm. Um, you come up with a formulation that's a branded film, right? Let's say there's some logo or somewhere on it. I don't know. And mm-hmm. you know, oh, this is exactly what this new customer client would like to have, but you 
don't necessarily, maybe the previous client doesn't want you, you know, saying, hey, here's a piece with their logo. That's a really fine line that you, you know, you have the perfect product and you even have a physical sample that you could show to the new client. Say, yes, this is exactly what we did. And we did it for company A. We could do it for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you could pull a piece out of the run when you're doing it and have a little overage without the logo stamped on it. I guess that's probably a thing you do, right? Yeah. And that's, we're always mindful of that as well. Um, and we, we supply film into multiple different industries. And it's interesting because each industry kind of has its own um, technical um, specifications, what matters, you know, more to them, you know, some of our, um, uh, architectural customers, you know, obviously color is very important. And then, you know, maybe outdoor performance features. And so we have a wide variety of markets. So we try to, you know, Hey, if we've developed something that's working really well in maybe our architectural, um, markets, uh, maybe, you know, a, a, a different raw material that's really helping, um, how our awning film performs, then maybe we can take that into some different industries that don't compete with one another, but could benefit from this new technology or this new um, additive that we are now formulating with. So yes, we try to kind of figure out without bumping into, you know, proprietary issues, um, you know, kind of learning what we learn in one industry and maybe applying it into another industry. So yes, there's a lot of cross sampling going on, um, you know, just to try to kind of help further the ball in, in different markets that we serve. Now, this industry really does depend on the ability of touch and feel, Mm -hmm. of physical manipulation, being able to hold up an actual piece of the product and look through it at the sun or test it, I don't know, run over it with a car. I don't even know what kind of real world cool, you know, Mythbusters type test you guys get to do, which is a question I'm going to ask. So start thinking about some answers. Um, (laughs) But you're also responsible for helping take that any information that doesn't require on tactile experience, mm-hmm. you're working on bringing that into the digital realm. It's a very interesting balance for an industry that is so touch sensitive to to build that digital identity. But not all companies are really good about finding new ways to manage that balance, are they? No, I, you know, the the thought of our marketing going completely digital, you know, that sounds awesome and just a great way to quickly be able to, um, you know, change your message, add new information, but you're right. It comes down to, we still have to have our film in in people's hands, um, not only for sampling and testing, but also for kind of getting the ideas starting. Um, That's always has always been a challenge for us is that component is still very much important to our marketing um, activity is yes, we have to have a sample because some of our products go into um, consumer products. And so the feel is really important. Um, the smell can be very important. And those are things that you just can't, you know, come across on a digital platform. People have to have them in their hands, touching them. And then that's, again, that's how ideas start, you know, 
that's where we sometimes can kind of find a landing pad and then start the customization process from there. You have a formulation library that I don't even know how many, like 35,000 probably mm-hmm. different. Uh, and at any given time, you have a couple of thousand that are active. How in the world do you narrow it down? You have so many versatile um, options. How do you how do you create that little uh, swatch sample to, I can't even imagine how you would call it down to the best, even 50. Hey, here's 50 options. Mm -hmm. It seems like it's just way too much choice. Well, what we discovered is that if we can really try to keep a library, we have a, a, um, a conference room that has, you know, racks on the wall, similar to the racks you would find at like a fabric store. (laughs) And we will, anytime we're running something interesting, something new, a color that maybe has, um, you know, a very sophisticated pigment package, um, fluorescence, things like that, I will, I'll have production run a sample. And so at that point, we have a a library that we can start, you know, from which to choose. And yeah, if you're talking to a a medical, somebody in the medical uh, market, I know better than to send them something fluorescent, (laughs) but we need to have, you know, a good variety of, you know, here's some of our our clear films, Here's some made with some different plasticizers based on different um, regulatory um, concerns in the medical market. Here's some of the different embosses that we can put on. So we really try to build a library uh, that shows a good mix of all our different capabilities and also, too, including something that maybe is just really fun and new that we maybe just produced. Um, so that's 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 always something that I try to keep an eye on is when in production, you know, what are we running that's really fun and cool that we need to have uh, in the sample room? Now, you talk about asking the engineers to run a sample. Have Be honest, have you ever considered asking them to create a cool wrap that you could use for your car that they could just your car could be wrapped in presco (laughs) you know we couldn't make the final film that wraps the car but yes we we our film does uh get used in that component (laughs) when you think of an outdoor product like this you think of something that's incredibly durable right Mm -hmm. but even presco films and this is probably not going to be a secret they have a lifespan. When you're putting together a sample packet, about how long is the lifespan of a sample packet before you decide, you know, we need to redo it and, and get a fresh one in there? I would say, you know, I typically like to hold on to sample packets for maybe a year, maybe two. Um, because really vinyl film, it it moves, it changes over time. Um especially in the form that we manufacture it. Now, vinyl film goes on to make tons of different products and it's further converted, which makes it much more um, long-term and, and uh, stable. But in its film form, as it is here, yes, it has, it has a shelf life for sure, especially on how it is, uh, you know, what kind of ambient temperature, you know, is, is the film being, um, being stored in that has a a big impact. Um, you know, color can kind of change and morph over time with vinyl film. So I really try to, you know, kind of go through the samples, um, especially that library I mentioned and really, you know, that's, you know, that's a couple years old. Let's get that out because not only does the film change over time, 
but our capabilities change as well. And maybe a clear that we ran two years ago, we're even better now and we can run it even clearer. So I try to make sure too that we're sending samples um, and communicating our current capabilities in sample form to, to anybody that might be interested in our film. Now, in order to be able to correctly market something, you have to really understand it top to bottom, inside and out, forwards and backwards, which means I'm going to assume that you have seen some of the tests that these films go through. Is there a favorite uh, real life either presentation or demonstration of the, a specific film's capabilities that you look back on and think, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, I don't know, like a flamethrower test from a James Bond movie or something. <laughs> so, yes, the inner pyro in all of us would really love one of our uh, test chambers. So we sell a film that goes into the coal mining market. It gets turned into what's called a Braddis curtain. And so it's a mile under the earth's surface is where this finished product ends up. And so as you can imagine, the film uh, has to have very, very high flame retardant properties. And so the test for MSHA, which is the Mine Safety and Health Administration, the test that they have for that Braddis cloth is extremely <laughs> stringent. And it's, we built a chamber here at, at Presco so that we could do quick, you know, there's always changes in raw materials. So we built the chamber so we could quickly evaluate new flame retardants that came on the market. And so this chamber is, I mean, it's, it has a, um, a uh, vent hood system that any gigantic restaurant would have in its kitchen and you basically have like a two foot long flame thrower that you you light the film on fire and then you evaluate how how much it burns how quickly it, it extinguishes itself and then if it puddles at the bottom into a big blob does that blob extinguish so it's pretty cool it, we have to turn the vents on full blast to not just completely <laughs> smoke out the entire lab but um, yeah it's a pretty fun test I know how possessive engineers can get with technology. Do they ever let you push the button? <laughs> Usually not, no. <laughs> Unfortunately. I would never have thought about a vinyl film being used in a coal mine. That's really cool. Is there any other use that you've seen in your time with Presco that surprised you? You know, vinyl film, PVC, is just so... It can morph into so many different um, directions. It's You can just manipulate um, PVC so easily. So it can be rigid, it can be soft, it can be any color under the rainbow. Um, you know, it can give different performance features. The coolest thing I think um, that, that our film can do is in the military market. So we are able to formulate a, a film that has infrared pigments and that film goes on to make uh, tents for the military. And so the infrared pigments keep, you know, if there's anybody flying over the tent, they can't tell if there's anything in the tent. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a, it's like a stealth tent? Yeah. I mean, it basically lights up the entire tent. So oh, if, that's you're, cool. if you're flying over the tent, you can't tell that, oh, there's five people based on, you know, any kind of infrared technology that there's five people in this tent. It just, yes, it's really cool that 
our pigment package and our film goes on to make a performance feature like that for a military application that's hugely important. And that's a fun thing to communicate with our production team here because we our film, when it leaves here, it's just in a gigantic role. You don't see what it goes on to make. And that's always a cool thing to to communicate to our production team. Like, look what you guys are creating. How cool is this? Because you know all the different applications that Presco Films can be used for when you're just driving around or, or traveling around the country, do you ever find yourself noticing, hey, I think that's one of ours? Yes. <laughs> for film purposes and also on the marketing product side. So I can spot one of our utility marketing flags a mile away. And I know if it's ours, if it's our competitor. Um, so yes, I, I see those things everywhere and it, it can kind of drive you crazy, but, um, it is fun. I was talking to somebody at the gym recently and they were asking what I did for a living. And I told them and they're like, vinyl film, where is that? And I just looked at the, the bench next to us, you know, and I said, that is, has a vinyl film component. <laughs> so it's everywhere. I am definitely going to continue to invite myself to the flamethrower testing whenever you guys do that. Just if you can give me some advance notice. Very entertaining. <laughs> uh, I, I'm very much looking forward someday to having a chance to see that. And this has been really fantastic. Today, I've had the pleasure on the Marking Minute by Presco to have a conversation with the Vice President of Sales for the Engineered Film Division, Beth Wynn. Beth, thank you so much for taking the time today. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome, Sean. Thank you.